Dorothy Taylor, or Dolly Daydream, as she was known to all her friends, laughed when her best friend Penny put a corner of a paper bag over her nose to stop it from getting sunburned. Don't want to finish up with a red nose again, do I? said Penny. So, what we doing tonight? Dolly and Penny were sitting on the coping that ran round the tailor's windowsill. It was late August and a warm, sunny Sunday afternoon. Could go to the pictures, I suppose. The pictures were Dolly's answer to everything. She looked up at the barrage balloons glinting in the sunlight. I'm sick of this war. I'll be glad when it's all over and we get a decent night's sleep. Penny, with her eyes closed and facing the sun, said, To be in a soft bed all night would be nice. I'm really fed up with it as well. So are a lot of people, Pen. We've been lucky so far, Touchwood. We've still got our houses, not like some poor devils. And what about Reg and Tony? I wonder what they're doing on this lovely afternoon. We don't know if it is a lovely afternoon where they are. I can't stop thinking about him, Penny sighed. I don't know if I've missed my Reggie. Dolly looked at the ring on the third finger of her left hand. And I miss Tony, she said, moving her hand so the tiny diamond sparkled in the sunlight. Dolly, who would be eighteen in November, was three months younger than Penny, who only last week had celebrated her birthday. Unfortunately, it hadn't been much of an occasion, as gifts were so very hard to find. Thank goodness Dolly had managed to get her friend a pair of pillowcases for her bottom drawer. The girls had lived next door to each other in Wood Street, Rotherhithe, all their lives, and were more like sisters than friends. They went to the same school and to the same job when they left at fourteen. Dolly, who was an only child, lived with her mother at number twenty. Her father was in the Merchant Navy, and for most of her life he had been at sea. She was always dreaming of going to the faraway places Jim Taylor had told her about. She wanted to see for herself the white, palm-fringed, sandy beaches and dusky maidens padding about barefoot. Then there were the Egyptian pyramids. But most of all, it was Hollywood and New York that fired her imagination. America was very high on her list of must-see one day. She would sit in the darkened cinema and be transported Before the war, it had been wonderful, almost like Christmas whenever her dad came home, loaded with presents from far-off lands. If she had been a boy, she would have worked on ships like he did. But at the moment, it wasn't such a good idea, as the German submarines were sinking our ships. Every night she prayed he would be safe, although if superstitions were to be believed, Jim would never drown. Dolly had been born with a cowl over her head, and according to legend, any sailor who had a cowl in his pocket would never drown. Dolly idolised her father, and loved it when people said she was the image of him, since, with his dark hair and flashing brown eyes, he was very handsome. Dolly gently touched her neat page-boy bob and smiled. Penny sat up and took the paper cone off her nose. "'Did you show Tony's mum the letter you had from him yesterday?' No, I didn't, said Dolly indignantly. I told her about it, though. She laughed. That was when I could get a word in edgeways. Mrs. Marchant, Tony's mother, was a kind enough woman, but Dolly wasn't that keen on going to see her. As Tony used to say, she could talk for England if it ever came to it. Since she joined the WVS, there wasn't any stopping her, rabbiting on about some of the poor people she met. Where does she reckon Tony and Reg might be? Penny asked. Dunno. We were trying to work it out. Think it might be in the desert. We should have got some sort of code going before they went away. Didn't have much time, did we? Not really. 
Perhaps they could put a couple of grains of sand in the envelope, then we'd know. Penny Watts, are you daft? Tony and Reggie, Penny's boyfriend, also lived in Wood Street. The four youngsters had been friends all their lives. The boys had been in the army for 18 months now, and so far had stayed together. However, apart from leave when they were first called up, the boys had remained overseas. What did Rose have to say about it? Penny asked. You know, Rose, she always wonders why I get more letters than they do. I told her it was because I write more than they do. Rose was Tony's sister. She wasn't very fond of Dolly, who she thought was silly and giggly, and that upset Tony.